You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Yo! C.H. the Greg. This is... It's the truth with proof. Uh, the truth with proof. The truth with proof. Oh, what's going on, family? It's the truth with proof show, and I'm your host, your main man, proofing the play. I welcome everybody to the truth with proof show. Ah, uh, man, it's been an exciting weekend, uh, and I got to tell you all about it. And it's some real greatness that's on the show today. But uh, I have to tell you, uh, first, big shout out to the Live Lions. Uh, we did a photo shoot at the Mariners State uh, T-Mobile Park. Uh, and I was happy to be a part of it. Uh, I've been able to shoot the Mariners for about uh, this season, uh, and our whole crew that's taking pictures and everything, I just want to give a big shout-out to them. Uh, shout-out to Birdseye and Matthew and Liv Lyons. You know, you you live in life, and, and you're definitely an inspiration, so I uh, appreciate uh, all that you do as far as helping me uh, get better at shooting. I, I was, I'm shooting the Mariners, y'all. I can't get enough of it. Uh, just being able to do that and being able to say I did it. So uh, I get to shoot Julio Rodriguez's, you know, rook, rookie year. And he got that moolah when he, you know, and it seemed like every time I go, he hits a homer. So uh, I, I appreciate every every moment in time, I guess, uh, that I can get better at what what I like to do, what I love to do. Uh, so, yeah, big shout out to Liv Lyons, man. She's a living legend. So uh, I got to give her her kudos while we can. Uh, I've seen a lot of high school football. And when I tell you about this, well, he's not no guest, okay? He's like he's like partner in crime or something, like a co-host, because the roundup's coming real soon. And we've been watching a lot of football. I'm telling you, a lot of football. We've been watching a lot. And we... I got to tell you, first off, let me introduce him. Shay, how you feel, baby? Yeah, what's up? Oh, what's you know, <laughs> hey, so uh, I have to say, uh, we've been watching a lot of uh, football, these, you know, since the beginning of the season. Have, sure. uh, and I think we've seen a lot of great football. Um, and there's some great inner city teams that we've been watching. And I think, you know, I can't really pinpoint uh, who's going to win the division, but I can definitely say it's going to be exciting to see who does. Uh, that's for sure. But tell me how you feel about this season, man. Uh, I mean, right now, you know, I've been scoping it out. We went to the Garfield Lake Stevens game, saw the beach and Seattle prep game. Those are pretty two, uh, you know, interesting, interesting games to watch because, you know, it's just the first game for everybody for the most part or the second for Seattle prep and Rainier Beach. But uh, I think I, I'm interested to see how the teams progress throughout the season. So it's cool seeing them right now, but I want to see, you know, the progression. Yeah, the well, the well, yeah. fine, the well oiled machine you at know? that point. Yeah, I could definitely see how that that can be effective. But but we have to I have to say. It's a power four around here. OK, and I I, I will say that the power four, we got to We got to talk about this right now from what we've seen so far. Okay, yeah, So far. Yeah. yeah, yeah OK, sure. so we gonna go down from four on up. How about that? We're going to go from four, four on up? Four on up. Oh, four on up. Now, what's, now you you go ahead with four. Four spot. I'm probably going to have to give the four spot probably to Beach. Beach? beach okay, I mean, Beach is, I think they're very solid. That Trey Scott is a load uh, of a running back, uh, and, and they got a great defense. Yeah, I think they're number young, nine, too. Running back. Yeah, number yeah. nine, Trey Scott. Yeah, he he's something. Trey he Shot Humphreys. He gets busy. He's a load to put down. Uh, and I, I, I really like how they got some young pieces in there. 
Uh, Caleb Presley is a great he, – he made the defensive stop to win the game against Seattle Prep, even though that was a crazy game. It was. Okay, because – It was. You know – Because it started off real slow, and after that, like, the score kind of, like, maintained throughout the whole game. And then towards the end, it was like a little – you know, it was getting real iffy. It's like, who's going to win the game? Like, yeah, and, and then, then Seattle Prep did an onside. Yeah. Uh, and got it. It got was it. crazy. I couldn't believe that. But, you know, Caleb Presley, you know, they did a trick play. Caleb Presley came up with an interception. Big shout out to Caleb Presley and getting that interception as well. But, you know, I think Rainier Beach, they got a big test this Friday at Lumen Field. Big test. Okay, they they playing the Fighting Irish. And, you know, Fighting Irish is always in the game. You hear me? And that's going to be a great game. They haven't played in two years. Last year was COVID. They didn't play. And I think they itching at the bit right now. Them guys is on the way, bro. Okay, you know what? I am talking to an alumni. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta relax. I understand. I gotta relax. I do. I just know how they're coming. Okay. Okay. I I mean, I. Okay, you're right. You're right. Now, uh, number three. So I gotta pick number three. Um, Number three is Eastside Catholic to me because I haven't seen how good that quarterback is. Uh, they really beat Kennedy with their running game a lot. They did a couple deeks and dunks, but I want to see if he can actually uh, withstand the pressure. Uh, the running back is pretty nice, but I just think they, they got a freshman running back that they're really uh, hoping to come back before the season ends. So we're going to see how Eastside Catholic is. I just Right now, it's kind of up in the air. They, they, all four of them kind of up in the air. They got to play each other. But I think right now, Eastside Catholic's number three for me. I mean, uh, for me, it's kind of it's kind of a toss up, but I think it's it's a toss up between Garfield, yeah, for sure, Garfield and Eastside because I remember the game last year. I was there for that. That was a very close game too. That came yes. close to the wire, so it's very up in the air to me. Yeah, so I'm very interested to see the rematch for real. So, I, you know, I I am too. But right now, we got we got to put Eastside at three. I think Eastside at three right now, but I think the steam's going to be rolling. And when they get to Garfield, I think they're, it's going to be a real determining game. I think. No, most definitely. Yeah, definitely. And now, what you who you got on two at two? Since we got Eastside Catholic, who you got at two? Oh, Garfield. Garfield. I no, think Garfield's going to be Garfield young. They're, they're, they're very experienced now. I think most of those kids that's that they have. That's one of those teams at, that's, like I said, you want to see the progression. Yeah, because, you know, they, they was freshmen. They got so many lumps freshmen and sophomore year that now they're trying to give lumps now. And I think, you know, as that the wheels go start turning and everybody's on one accord, I think Garfield's going to be somebody uh, to watch out for. That's for sure. They got a number nine themselves, too. And Listen, yeah. that Michael McGuckin. Hey man, Cuddy, put me on the on, <laughs> put me on here. Number nine, okay. Are you hearing me? Michael Montgomery is the best defensive player in the state. And if you want to argue that, that's fine by me. But you got to f- show me somebody better right now. Just provide the film, please. Provide that. Okay, we went to the game in Lake Stevens, which Lake Stevens number one at the time they was number one in four A. Yeah, they were. Okay, the boy had about fifteen tackles and two interceptions. He can put his hand in the dirt and he can cover. That's 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 a hot commodity right now. Okay, and I just got to say that right now, so everybody can say. Now, number one, <laughs> number one, I have to say this. I'm not, you know, I ain't got no ties to nobody, but you know, I got some alumni that's here. 
Okay. And I got to say it because, you know, look now, you know, Cuddy's over in the back saying, come on. I understand that. Listen, number one is O'Day. I think their discipline and Jason Brown, Jason Brown is the most prolific running back in this. I, I mean, I've seen him wiggle out a lot of things right now. And I think getting Papa back into the swing of things, getting him on that old offensive line, showing his massive girth. I think they got a lot of people on the defensive end that's showing their worth as well. Uh, I, I cannot wait to see this game against O'Day versus Rainier Beach. I think this is going to be a tale and tale of who's going to be, you know, trying to nudge for that top position. For, but for right now, our power four, O'Day's number one. I, I, I don't see no, yeah, too much uh, 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 downfall in that. They no. put hands and feet on Blanchett. Then they put, you know, and then they beat uh, Bothell. And, yeah, that's my patent, too, hands and feet. Don't act like <laughs> nobody else said that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> now I got to make sure they know that. You know, I'm the Dickie V of this round here, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, big shout-out to Dick, Dick Vitale, one of my inspirations always. But I think this O'Day versus Rainier Beach. Now, I know you already got O'Day. You ain't going to pick – you're not going to pick nobody else. But yeah, I, no, I'm going to say not. like this. For O'Day to actually win – they're going to have to force that line of scrimmage. They're going to have to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, and they're going to have to find somebody other than Trey Scott Humphreys. Uh, they're going to have to find another playmaker on offense that can wiggle their way out of it and get them first downs. If they can control the line of scrimmage and get first downs, they'll be right there in the thick of things. And they're going to have to start Jason Brown. And I don't know nobody in the state right now that actually can stop him. But if you can contain him, you'll be okay. You'll be in the game. Uh, but that's going to be a, you know what? You picked O'Day, so I'm going to just let you go ahead. And, yeah, I'm not picking nobody. That ain't that ain't my steal. But Garfield versus Seattle Prep, who you got for that one, though? Oh, I know. Because that, both of them at Lumen Field, by the way. I got Garfield. Garfield for sure. Okay, Garfield for sure? Yeah. Yeah, I think Garfield's going to win. I think Seattle Prep is right there. I think discipline-wise, they're very good, but they don't have a real, a, a lot of athletes uh, around the board. I don't know. From what I saw last week, I'm not seeing much of a give them give okay. a push. Okay, you're right. It's not looking too high. It's not looking. It's not looking too high for the Blue Panthers. Uh, okay, roll prep. I understand that. You know, I always support prep, but right now you just. No. I don't know if you got it right now. Is what my my, my partner saying. And I, I gotta I gotta kind of agree with you. Uh, I think Garfield right now has a lot of great talent, um, and they're working well together. Uh, I think that offense is, is is suited for the quarterback right now, and he's comfortable in it. And I think Seattle Prep's going to be in a world of trouble, especially with that defense. I think Garfield's defense – and, I, you know, I said Michael Montgomery, but they got a lot of defensive players that really swarm after the ball. Raya is over there. They got so many kids over there that can actually be interchangeable to put their hand in the dirt. They can bag back and cover. So it's going to be a great – Matchup against Seattle Prep, I really, you know, it's, it's some games I want to see. We ain't going to talk about it right now. I understand we ain't going to talk about it, but Rainier Beach versus O'Day is our game of the week. Uh, and make sure you understand, if you don't see Converge in the roundup, me and Shay off on the sidelines covering this game, y'all protest the games, okay? I, no, I ain't going to say that. But, you know, we're going to get in the game. But, you know, we got a special guest coming up after you, right? And uh, we're going to see if we can, you know, wiggle our way off in there. You know, because the roundup got to come in there. Cuddy, you, you coming to, with us, Cuddy? In there. Hey, man, but look up, on the lookout, man. It's the roundup preseason pregame show. We're going to have a lot of things in store. Oh, I cannot wait, y'all. I mean, y'all see it on me right now. 
But I, I just wanted to let y'all know uh, that we're going to be coming to uh, games and we're going to do pregame and after game and we, we might even do live stream. But we really want to make sure we uplift these athletes in here and everybody that's helping these kids uh, be productive men and citizens in here. But Shay, man, I can't wait till Friday night, man. Hey, come on. Oh, man. So coming up next after this break, the head coach of Garfield Bulldogs, Reggie Witherspoon. Hey guys, thanks for going in here. On September 18th, we're all going to Cheney Stadium for the Summer Sky Music Festival featuring performances by Moneybag Yo, Glorilla, Tory Lanez, Polo G, and more. Grab your tickets right now at Ticketmaster.com and use code CONVERGE for a discount. Baseball is a beautiful game, especially when played in community. Earlier this summer, Baseball Beyond Borders took a powerful, eye-opening journey through the heart of the South, which included baseball, civil rights, and reconciliation. Our Young Kings hosted a baseball clinic at Jackson State University in Jackson, Mississippi, and hit the road to Montgomery, Alabama, by way of the historic Edmund Pettus Bridge, to visit the Equal Justice Initiative Museum and Memorial all in an effort to ground our kings in their history and find serenity in the sport they love to preserve the cultural legacy. Join Baseball Beyond Borders on September 27th for the premiere of our film, Reconciliation Tour, at T-Mobile Park's Alice Pavilion from 3 to 5 p.m. Hear from those on the front line as well as special guests as we elevate our promise to bring healing through play. For tickets or to donate, visit BaseballBeyond.org or check our social media platforms. Hey, what's going on? It's the Truth With Proof Show, and I am your host, your main man, Proofing the Play, and I got the head coach of the Garfield Bulldogs, <laughs> Reggie Witherspoon. How you doing, family? Man, I'm great. I'm blessed to be here, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Man, I appreciate you coming to the show. Uh, I wanted, I want you to just dive in real fast and just how did you, you know, end up saying, you know, I wanted to be a coach, man. You know, you were a player first, uh, and then you know everybody that plays the game can't translate to coaching the game. So how how did you transition and say, you know, this is what you wanted to do? For me, is it was more so my purpose and my gift for just touching young men initially, right? And I was trying to figure out what can I do to give back in a positive way that these young men's future selves can thank them for. And I said, I got it, football. Let me just try football. I'm, I've been doing it all my life. was pretty good at it. was blessed to play college ball. Um, had the opportunity to play in BC Lions, was released. But that whole experience that I went through allowed me the opportunity to try to give back to these young men. So I started off um, back in, I think it was 20, 20, not 2009, actually, um, coaching Kent Knights, junior football. And I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it as much because it's different from that lens, right? I'm used to having a helmet, and shoulder pads, playing ball, but actually coaching young men. So once I got my foot in the door, I fell in love with the idea that I'm coaching and actually touching young men. And so from there, it started, man, and I just kind of uh, applied for different spots, different jobs, and got asked to coach different places, different opportunities. So it's been a blessing so far. Yeah, man. You know, uh, one thing that you touched uh, touched on was touching the kids. And I think some people don't get, grab the understanding of of how important a coach is to some of yeah. these young kids, because for the most part, most of these coaches don't understand that, you know, this might be their place of, you know, sanity, yeah. you know, their place of peace. And um, I wanted to touch on, you know, how do you 
take that ownership of being a coach? Because I feel like coaches are teachers, mm -hmm. you know. And how do you take that on and really provide some leadership to these young men? Because it's hard, uh, especially being in a public school and things happen. And it's all different type of situations. But you're trying to actually make great men out here. So, uh, you know, tell me about that. How 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 is it trying to transition in, in, in that responsibility? Is it, is it tough for you? Not necessarily. And the reason why is I grew up in the same community that I'm coaching in, right, at Garfield High School. I went to Rainier Beach High School, class of 2000. Um, my pop's church to this day is still in 23rd and Union. So I was back and forth a lot from Rainier Beach to Garfield, or that area, I should say. Um, but at first, initially, you got to know the culture of the city that you're and community that you're coaching in, right? Uh, historically, if you look back, Central District Seattle, right? It was a, it was a lot of gang activity, um, a lot of African American males and females that kind of really resonated in the Central District of Seattle. Yes. And so it's no longer the same necessarily, but the culture there, the, the history there is still the same. And these young men and young women come from um, different various backgrounds, um, uh, some broken homes, some fully family home. So it's my job as a head coach to figure out the personalities of these young men, to learn these young men. And I tell my coaches all the time, our biggest component is player development. So we have to develop these guys on the field and both off the field. And so and so in doing so, it ensures that we are for sure, you know, each one teaching one, reaching lives one at a time um, as much as we can. And, and it's, it's been great, man. It's been a great journey so far. Man, and you know what? I've been there for most of the role for, for yeah. the most part. And I just love your growth. Yeah. Each time you try to elevate and try to get better, appreciate you know, that. and then when you got to Garfield, you know, you're taking lumps just like the kids yeah. are, but you're learning as you're going. Absolutely. And I think, you know, this is what your fourth. Yeah. This is my fourth year. Uh, yeah. Head coach. I took, yes. I took over intern, but yeah. this is my fourth year. On well, I, 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 I feel the intern wasn't the intern. I yeah, think no, that was, was just was yeah. last minute. And so, yeah. you know, those four years, You've been there. I've seen the progress, mm -hmm. right? And in this fourth year, I, I feel like you're a senior now yep. in coaching yep. Yep. high school football. And I think that I, you're being a lot more calmer in situations yep. that I didn't see you as calm when you first started. For sure. Um, and now, you know, you got goals in mind. Mm -hmm. You got aspiration. I think these kids have aspiration. How do you kind of level that off and set a standard level for what we're trying to do. Absolutely. So me personally, we meet every year uh, prior to our season starting and we go through our team objectives, who we are, our philosophy, the whole nine. And most important is giving these young men an opportunity to, to see what it is that I see for them. And I create this platform that this is what I see us playing December 3rd. These are the things it's going to take for us to get there. And the really, the, for me, the biggest component that keeps us together is them trusting my leadership. I don't have it all together and I don't know it all, right? But I'm always learning and I feel like my way um, successful in this sport is simply doing it one day at a time, one week at a time, instilling discipline, values, character, integrity, um, all those things as these young men. And when you get that um, and you come up with that ingredient, man, the sky's the limit for these young men. And I'm seeing it um, come into fruition even now with the young men we have. Cause like you said, it feels like more of a senior year for me. I'm a lot more comfortable, a lot more relaxed, but very confident in what we got. Yeah, I can, I can, I can tell the confidence. I, I can tell your seniors and your yeah. juniors are very confident in themselves, mm -hmm. uh, but then confident in what you guys are giving them. Right. 
So they know what plays you're running. So they'll be confident in each play that you're, you're giving out Absolutely. to them, which is a great thing. Now, I have to bag back for a second because I want to know from you, because you being a high school coach, what is the biggest take uh, that you would say freshmen have to have the biggest adjustment uh, when they come to high school as far as football goes? Yeah, I think a lot of it is, uh, for one, accountability. I preach that. I teach that day in and day out because, again, these are young men who – we're trying to prepare for life after football. Football doesn't last forever. This is simply just a, uh, something to do for a lot of these young men, right? But if we can teach these young men so many different values that, that their future self will thank them for and that will prepare them for the real world, now we're doing our job. So the accountability piece is something that a lot of freshmen struggle with, Justin, being on time, um, not being late to uh, meetings and weight room, and uh, but just giving max effort. But really now we transition a little bit into the, the mental part of the game. Right. A lot of guys are bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. And I tell my players all the time, it's a one on one battle, the mental versus the physical. Right. And at this point now, you got to figure out how can I overcome this mental barrier that is standing in the way from me succeeding on the football field or off the football field or the 7 a.m. workouts or the mandatory weightlifting sort of thing. And so I pay attention to see which guys can do what. Skill-wise, you're going to have a lot of guys, right? We're going for high school. We're going to have skilled guys all day, every day. Yeah. But for us, it's more so trying to get these guys to understand the bigger picture of football. And it starts as a freshman. And then some guys, as are now seniors now, you can see the growth since they were freshman year. I, I definitely think they were a fish out of water yeah. uh, freshman year because uh, high school football is totally different than youth football. Mm -hmm. And I think at times, the, you know, at youth football, Nowadays, it's about just winning, baby. Yeah. And the developmental piece of gaining accountability, uh, they have to, like, be retaught mm -hmm. because they come into an environment where there's no nonsense about accountability. Absolutely. And I think that it's a major adjustment. But once they find out, you know, it's structure in that, yeah. uh, I think they blossom. Yeah. And I can see them from your, your seniors that you have now. Yeah. They're blossoming. They're mm -hmm. taking accountability. Yes, it was my bad. I'll work on it. Yep. You know, they, they don't they won't get down on themselves, but they understand the, the assignment. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I, I want to appreciate that. Absolutely. And we got all of that out the way. Yeah. <laughs> the season started, man. Yeah. OK. It's here. And you two and oh, yep. I mean, you're doing yep. a little thing. I mean, you got a game on Friday. Yep. Seattle prep coming to roll prep. They coming Absolutely. off in the Lumen Field. Absolutely. Six o'clock now. Yeah. yeah. OK. And they going to try to, you know, they ain't trying to get embarrassed off in Lumen Field. <laughs> No. Okay, they ain't right. going to try to do that. I don't think Prep going to try to roll off in there. Now, they didn't beat O'Day first time in 40 years. They got some confidence, but they ain't got the seniors they had from right. last year. Either. Right, right. So now, Coach, now, you're only doing one week at a time. Absolutely. So, you know, what you feel about this game this week? Well, you know, big shout-out to Coach Aaron Maul, who's the head coach of Seattle Prep. Yes, big shout-out to him. Good. I got to get yeah, him on man. the show. He's a good friend of mine. Um he, he is a very well-coached individual who I have the highest regard and respect for. I tell my players all the time, I don't care about a record. I don't care about personnel. You must respect who you're playing. This game is so psychological, right? If I'm coming in on a Monday telling our players, hey, man, they're one and one. Um, they don't got this, they got that, but we don't have this and we got that. Now I'm getting into their head psychological. So now in their minds, oh, we got the game won. So what happens is you roll into Friday that same mentality progresses throughout the week and it shows on Friday. So it doesn't matter who we play, we're going to respect our opponent and, a, and approach 
and prepare the exact same way every single week. And that's something I had to learn over the last couple of years is it takes some maturity within myself, my staff, and more importantly, in our players. And so we're going to be ready on Friday. Like I said, our confidence is, is pretty high, but we got to be confident, right? The odds are against us. Uh, a lot of teams didn't have us winning week one against the number one team in the state. So, you know, for us, that I scheduled that game to set the tone, not to define who we are, but to dictate a little bit of, of the direction we're headed in, right? And I challenged my guys before the game started week one. As I said, this doesn't define our season, win or lose, but it's going to dictate a whole lot of who we are. And I'm going to find out in about five minutes who we are. And they stepped up to the plate. So it was, it was great to see. Oh, it's definitely a great thing to see. Yeah. Okay. It was very good to see. Yeah. I will say that, but you just take, hey, I understand you got it one week at a time or let that. I can't just wait on one week at a time. It's a couple <laughs> games and you know I am excited for. I've got chills to even think about, but I ain't fit to say it right now. But I'm going to say good luck to you on your season. Yes, I, sir. I, you know, I'm going to always be there as usual covering, you know, I'm Northwest and I got to have it. Absolutely. Um, but what are something, before we get out of here, mm -hmm. what is something that you would tell a ball player that ain't getting looked at too much, but ain't worked that hard either? Mm, great question. Because uh, I deal with players, well, I've dealt with players every year of that magnitude for the last five years I've been at Garfield. And the number one question I ask them is how bad do you want it? Do you, do you want it? But more importantly, parallel to that is what's your why? Why do you play football? If you can't answer the why you played the sport, you're leaving things up in the air to just happen at its, at its own risk, right? Um, you got to have a greater purpose as why you play the sport. This sport isn't for anybody. Right. And last of the glad gladiator sport. That's yeah, for sure. It's not for everybody. The last of the gladiator sport. Absolutely. That and wrestling. That's it. That's yeah. The only manly. Yeah. That's yeah. the only ones you're going to get with that. Yeah. And I'm very transparent with my players uh, because I feel like for me to be transparent, I'm helping them. I'm setting them up for success. If I tell them what they want to hear now, I'm setting them up for failure. And so uh, to answer your question on whole proof really is um, commitment. If you're not committed to the workout to the regiment, you can't expect this thing to be a light switch. You turn it on, all of a sudden you're ready to play ball. It's not going to work that way. Your body remembers how you prepare. How you prepare is going to be how you play. And that's with everything in life. How you prepare off the field is going to be how you perform in life. And so for me, it's all about life lessons, man. That's it. Winning, it, it comes and goes. But everything else is, is you know, null and void. And there's some wise words to go by, man, man. For real, man. I really appreciate you coming Absolutely. on to the Truth for Proof show. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Oh, you know I'm gonna be at Lumen Field. Do not six forty-five. Six forty. Yeah, yeah, six forty-five. You know the game of the week is at four o'clock, so yeah. I'm gonna be there a little early. I'm yeah. just saying that's all I got to tell y'all. I'm really, really pumped about uh, just high school sports. You know how I am about high school yeah. sports. Uh, just seeing my kid, you know, my baller homies progress. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. going after their dreams, because, you know, I'm trying to go after mine, and they're yeah. an inspiration to me when I see them going after theirs, too. Absolutely. Uh, when I see Michael Montgomery telling them that I want this. I don't want nobody else to want it for me. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. And he told me, he looked me in my eyes when he said it. Mm -hmm. It was different. Yeah. You know, from freshman year to now, Ball it was a it was a different mentality when yeah. he said, I want it. He yeah. didn't say, I want I want this for somebody else. He yeah. said he wanted it. Yeah. So it made me, you know, respect everything else after yes. he said that. Yeah. And so I appreciate you uh, and all that you do for our community and community of Garfield. But you know, you got the rumble. You Absolutely. got the rumble. Rum, rum. You better start barking. That's who we okay, are. Friday night is you got to start barking. <laughs> now, coming up next, after this break, I got 
some boiled peanuts, south to west boiled peanut. I ain't never had boiled peanut. Hey, Cuddy, you didn't have boiled peanuts? Oh, uh, you do not. See, now he's going to try to say he got peanut allergy because he ain't never had none. Listen, man, South to West Boiled Peanuts is coming up next after this break. Hey, y'all. My name is Nicole Harvey, and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked. We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazzed.org or 206-324-5299. Hey, what's going on? It's the Truth with Proof Show, and I'm your host, your main man, Proofing the Play, and I got, ooh. <laughs> no, I, oh. I'm not talking about you. I, I'm talking about this, this, this okay, because, you know, I love everybody, but I rate I rate food one through five, but you got you got, you got something right now I ain't tasted it, it, it before, okay? So, uh, you know, I got to first, let me introduce him. Shelton, uh, the owner of South to West Boil Peanuts. How are you, family? Okay, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Man, no worry about it, Sheldon. Now, how did you get into boiling peanuts? That's what I need to know. All right, well, I'm from Florida. Um, what part of Florida? Sanford, Florida. Okay, Sanford, that's that's up north like, from uh, Orlando, yeah, isn't from it? Orlando, yeah. yeah Bo- come Bo- on Key. now. Bokey, yeah. Oh, Bo- well, yeah. you know, I, I went to Oak Ridge High. So, <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, yeah. okay, you know what time it is. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 you know about yeah, these pioneers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway, go ahead, go ahead. You, you no, in Florida. I, I moved here. I moved here in 2017, 2018. I went looking for ball peanuts, and they were like, you're not going to find ball peanuts around here. And I was like, why not? So then later on, they found we found them in the store, but it was in a can. And that can is processed with uh, preservatives and all this, all these things that make them last um, longer than they should. So when I realized that's all they had, the light bulb went off, and I found this South to West ball peanuts. So I'm bringing the South to the West. Okay, so 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 boiled peanuts, huh? Yeah, boiled peanuts. So th- that's the thing in the south, like that, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, you know, I was in the yeah. south, but I ain't, I ain't, I ain't get with the exquisite meal, you oh, know, yeah? the, the okay, exotic yeah. taste. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but but uh, so that's a, okay. Yeah, so, it's an acquired taste, but you find this at every gas station on the side of the road in the south. Yes, in the do. south. Yeah. Yes, uh, and over Hawaii too. Oh, and so yeah. so, do you get different flavors of boiled peanuts? So most things you find back at home is like a, re- a regular and occasion. We have thirteen flavors total, so that's that's part of our West Coast nut phenomenon that we created out here. Well, we got the nut phenomenon. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, West Coast you, nut you phenomenon. Got say, you know how to brand yourself. I liked <laughs> you. Okay, the yeah. nut phenomenon. I yeah. ain't heard of that yeah. one. That was new. Yeah. 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 Okay, so you got 13 flavors? 13 flavors. You almost like Baskin and Robbins. I goes become Baskin and Robbins of ball peanuts. So. <laughs> hey, how did I know? How did I know you was going to be the Baskin and Robbins of ball peanuts? Now, 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 what flavors do you got? What's your, a matter of fact, what's your, 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 your customer's favorite flavors? Oh, man. Uh, so a lot of people go with the, uh, well, they love the spicy. 
some of the more exotic flavors, uh, lemon pepper. And it's, it's really made with our lemon pepper. Sauce. Hold yeah. on, you got lemon pepper. We got lemon pepper, yeah. Okay. Sweet right. chili, buffalo ranch, ginger garlic, teriyaki. You got teriyaki peanuts, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on here with the, you got teriyaki peanuts? And today we got style curry with us today. Yeah. Style curry. Style curry, yeah. What's the difference between style curry and regular curry? Oh, so each each peanut is named after something. Like, like for instance, uh style is my last name. Uh the spicy is called Ramar Spicy. That's my middle name. Okay. And then, and then some people, some of my friends have passed away, so I've named it after them. Uh so each one has a meaning behind. Each name has a meaning behind it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so I guess this part of the show, you know, I love everybody. Lord knows I love everybody. Okay. But I got to rate this one through five and it's boiled peanuts, curry style. Curry. Curry. Okay. Let me go ahead. Let me, yeah, let me, let me, uh, oh, (laughs) all right. Y'all, y'all see what's going on in here? Boiled peanuts. Let me, oh. Oh, it got a flavor. Yeah, so <coughs> what you want to do is crack, flavor. Crack, crack the shell and eat the internal nut and throw it as thermal shell. Okay, so okay, so you know how to open but teach me how to do it first. Oh, don't just, oh don't yeah, be, just open it like that. It. Yeah, open it up. Like that. Oh, you oh you are a pro. I mean it feels inside. Oh okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, and it's good. Okay, well, you, okay, well, you know what? That means it, it, it can't be good to you. I got to taste it. Okay, I don't know if I'm just gonna put the whole thing in my mouth and crack just, it. Like, just crack the shell. Just crack the shell. Ooh, juicy. It, it's okay. made. It's made with water, so it is. It's gonna have a wet texture to it. Yeah, water and the seasonings. Water and the seasonings. Okay, let me get that out. Okay. All right, curry, curry nut. <laughs> It is an acquired taste, so I don't know. Who like you... peanuts out there, man? Y'all coming? <laughs> Y'all coming out here? Okay, let me let me get a whole nut, cause I'm in here tripping. Okay, hold. Ooh, all right. Now I got the whole. <laughs> now I'm gonna get the flavor in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Akuna matata. Mm, well, wonderful fresh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a acquired taste. <laughs> I like the flavor. Oh, yeah. I ain't had watered nuts before. That's right, right. That's throwing me off. You a probably bit. used to uh, roasted nuts, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little roasted, yeah, little yeah, roasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I try to make them as close to the roasted nuts, but it still got to be boiled peanuts. I still got to be cooking that water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how you guys got the. The curry is in there strong though. Yeah, it's strong. I like yeah. that. You yeah. said it was curry and it's curry. Yeah, it's curry, yeah. And each flavor is like that. Each yeah. one. Each flavor is like yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Man, this is good. Uh, thank you so much. It's I appreciate not, it's it. It's not bad at all. It is a acquired taste. Yes, that's for it sure. is. Yeah, it's an acquired you taste. You have to taste a couple before you, you right. know, you can't just go in. And right, go right, deep right, in right, right. Okay, you got to taste it down. Make sure you, yeah, I can eat this again. Okay, listen. <laughs> I love everybody though. Sure, Lord sure. Lord knows I do. And, and I just tried something new today. <laughs> <laughs> Curry peanuts, watered style. Okay, boil. <laughs>
Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a four right here because it was acquired taste. Appreciate it. But it was exactly what he told me was. It was curry. Mm. And I still taste the curry. I don't taste too much of the peanut as much. The peanut was a little moist. Yeah. But uh the curry was good. Perfect. And it had great I'm happy flavor. To hear that. Yes. Uh so I will say you guys, if you guys matter of fact, I'm not gonna say this. You're gonna say this. You're gonna look in this camera right here. And you're going to tell them where they can get south to west boiled peanuts, the Baskin and Robbins of boiled peanuts. So um, we're pioneering boiled peanuts here in Seattle. So if you just go to Boiled Peanuts Seattle, we'll be the, be the number one uh, company that pops up. Uh, we got 13 flavors. You can visit us at uh, southtowestballpeanuts.com. Uh, you can give me a call at 206-434-7953. We take deliveries. We ship nationwide. Uh, so if you want the peanuts, just find South the West Ball peanuts, and we'll be sure to get these peanuts in hand to you. Uh, and are you you in any pop ups or anything? You gonna oh, go to absolutely, the, absolutely. Okay, you I, I will tell you now. You might want to start going to the games or something and get the tailgate going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I know oh, yeah. it's some more oh, yeah. people from Florida that wants a ball peanuts. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Oh yeah, man. Listen, I really appreciate you coming on the show uh, and for giving us me. the South. To West Peanuts and all the Baskin and Robbins yeah. of Boyle Peanuts. I didn't even know they had that many flavors, <laughs> but you showed me a whole lot today. Uh, so, Cuddy, I, I appreciate you being here. Shaylon, you know what time it is. It's Friday, and we about to go to Lumen Field to see O'Day versus Rainier Beach. I want to give a big shout-out to Reggie Witherspoon for coming on the show. All the other head coaches, please, 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 if you need to, come on through to the Truth for Proof show. We could talk some football. Ain't it right, Shay? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. And I will say, ending it like this, I really am blessed to do the things that I want to do. This was a dream of mine, and I got to keep going forward to maintain it. So I am going to keep going forward. And I love inspiration like this, where people are doing things that they see that they can do. And then they end up loving and having a passion for it. I will say this. We all we got. But damn it, that's all we need. Till next Tuesday at 830. It's the Truth for Proof Show. And I'm your host, your main man proofing the play. Boil peanuts down. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, the truth with proof, the truth with proof If you nice with the sports, then he's swooping through He gon' highlight you, and nobody live like Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective Praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.